Hey, yo, yo, what's going on? This is this is John Ross Marcus Cox here back at you with the Way Too Much JRMC podcast. Hope, our, hope everyone is having a having a good start to the weekend here. I know I was just with you here a couple of days ago, but uh had a lot of stuff happen last 48 hours. But I figured I'd hop back on here and uh, talk about a little bit a little bit more stuff here with you guys. So a couple of housekeeping items, obviously. Appreciate all y'all for listening, all y'all for watching. You can find me on YouTube, Rumble, way too much, just search way too much RMC. That's the video platforms. You can find me on, on all the audio plat- platforms as well for the most part. <clears throat> you got Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google, iHeartRadio, all that all that good stuff. So, yeah, appreciate all you guys. So, yeah, I've been, like I said in my last show, it's like I've spent my last three days pretty much on the phone with state legislators pretty much constantly. From the time I got into bed to the time I got up out of bed, time I went to bed, or at some kind of political event, or talking politics with people out at the restaurant or whatever, and I keep coming back, I keep coming back to this, this like new or this thought that, and I've I felt this way for a while, but I'm just I've, I'm there. I mean I'm just totally convinced of this. And I'm I'm not the first person, obviously. I don't think I have some huge novel idea. But the Republican Party is headed in a new direction. And I think we've got some stuff from last Tuesday to really to really put that into concrete terms to show you what I'm talking about. So You'll probably hear me using the term like country club Republican all the time. You know, like old school Republican, Chamber of Commerce Republican, whatever. What I basically mean is like the old the the Republican Party as it has always been. The old the old white guy, you know, with his slacks and his button up shirt with a blazer on at the at the club, you know, either about to go play some golf or sipping on some whiskey on the rocks. I started to use some kind of whiskey name, but I don't even know what I don't even know what kind of whiskey the rich people be drinking. People that really all they care about is keeping taxes low. They want taxes as low as possible for corporate. They want corporations to be people and be able to spend money and be able to le- spend money on elections and donate to campaigns and you know they want wages low. You know, like the the thought of of unionizing, even though I don't. Like most unions currently, like the thought of unionizing is almost to them an immoral practice. People that don't, that want to think that everybody's just lazy, and that's why they're on, that's why they're on food stamps or whatever. They just need to, and we just need to yank the rug out from underneath them and force them back to work, whether you know, regardless of whether if there is a any work anywhere around them to even do if they wanted to do it, right? And I hear what they're saying because here in Kentucky, I think we have like a 56% um, able-bodied employment rate here. So it's, I mean, it's substantially low, the number of able-bodied people that are working in the state. So I'll I'll give them that. But the the voters of the party historically have just kind of went along with that and went along with the marching orders. But I just... we're starting to see glimpses of 
the real direction this party's headed in. Okay? And before you jump off here and start thinking I'm some, I'm some crazy lunatic and a, a liberal in sheep's clothing or whatever, just, just hear me out. Hear me out here. So I talked about this on the show previously. I'm going to talk about two amendments in the state of Nebraska. And I'm going to talk about the two amendments here in the state of Kentucky. Okay, so it's, this is a perfect example of what I'm talking about on like the party demographics changing. So in Nebraska, initiative, initiative 432 required photo ID for voting. This measure would amend the Nebraska Constitution to require that voters present that voters present valid photographic identification in a manner specified by the legislature. A yes support a yes supports requiring voter ID and no rejects voter ID. This passed 65 to 34. So in Nebraska, they said, "Listen, dude, you got you got to show an ID, man. You got you got to show an ID when you vote." All right. Initiative 433 increased the Nebraska minimum wage to $15 an hour. Says this measure would increase the state minimum wage annually to $15 per hour in 2026. Beyond that, the minimum wage would be adjusted annually to account for increases in the cost of living. A yes vote supports raising the minimum wage. It passed it with. It passed 58, so 58.5% voted yes, 41.5% voted no. So it passed to raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour. Now, you may ask, how on God's green earth does the same constituency pass what they, you know, what the left would say, strict, you know, stricter voter ID requirements, but also vote to increase the minimum wage of $50 an hour. It's because this is, it's normal people voting. And they ain't listening to what the Republican Party leadership and Mitch McConnell and all the like, all those people, what they're telling me more. They're just, they know for a damn fact that they're not left. They're not leftists. They know they don't support us transgender stuff in schools. They don't support Boys playing in girls' sports. They don't. They don't. They don't support pornographic materials in library in school libraries. They don't support communism. You know, like they don't support this mass illegal immigration and open borders. They know they don't do any of that. They know they're not that. Okay, so they they know they can't vote Democrat. But they also know they're not the top. They're not out here thinking like just because you ain't working means it. Uh, you're a lazy piece of you know what? Some trashy hillbillies. All they want, all you want to do is do dope and sit on your behind, and we seem to yank the rug out from underneath you, and maybe it'll get you up and get you going. Okay, these are these these are average people. Okay, these are they're not a certain color, they're not a certain gender, not a certain age demographic. Even though maybe we could all maybe we could all make the point that we know they're not. 27-year-old women or younger because they vote like 70% Democrat. Okay, but these people that they're voting to require photo ID because this is the this is middle this is middle America. We play youth football, right? Y'all know I'm a, I'm a youth football coach. It is ridiculous what I have to go through to get my my nine U team registered to play in a nine U tournament. Okay, these kids got to walk in. They got to have a picture of themselves in their jersey right there, printed off. Then they have to be in that same jersey, 
Hopefully it was like the same haircut and everything because if there's any difference, they're going to try to disqualify them. They got to have their birth certificate notarized. They got to answer questions off their birth certificate. You know, they're nine. Where were you born? Well, I know where I live right now. They, be- they better know where they were born if they were born somewhere else or they'll be disqualified. Then after that, they could go stand on, a, stand on a cattle scale, okay, while they're being recorded. While the, where the camera can see the jersey, their face, and the cattle scale because damn it, they better not try running the ball if they're over 115 pounds. And if the coach of the other team suspects something in the middle of the game, they can challenge it, and they will yank that kid out of the game if I if I like playing a kid somewhere that it shouldn't where he shouldn't be at. Okay, these people live that life. They're going to these stuff like this, and then someone turns around and tries to say that it's racist to require somebody to show a picture identification in order to do what arguably is the most important thing they're, they're ever going to do in their life. We just vote. So we're going to make it super restricted to play nine U football. But we're not going to require someone to show picture ID to vote in our elections whenever supposedly the left's telling us that democracy is under attack. Well, how easier to to attack a democracy than if you can go in and vote without proving you are who you say you are. Okay? Then you have the same people turn around and say, like, I don't I don't care. You got you got a show picture ID. These people would also do away with thinking two month early voting and all that stuff. They do away with that too, I'm just telling you. Because it's ridiculous. Alright, but these same people are increasing minimum wage of fifteen dollars an hour. Well you might say, well how can they be like that? They, I thought those people were, I thought they were crazy people and white nationalists and all this. It's like, nope. Well, I mean, they're, they might be white. They also might be black. They might be Hispanic. But they are living real lives, right? They're going to the grocery store and buying milk and it's $5 a gallon, okay? When they go, if they have to go to Walgreens and get, get some real quick because they, they don't have any in the morning, all right? They, they're going and buying clothes and stuff costs more than it ever has, ever. They're trying to pay rent and they're having to work crazy crazy shifts in order to make ends meet or they're working and still having to be on the government dole in order in order to make ends meet so these people are saying listen i'm a conservative I'm, I'm a conservative person you know like i'm embarrassed i'm on i'm taking government handouts but at the end of the day like i got a family to feed like i can only take my principles so far that's so that's the direction we're going in and that's what like Republican Party's going to have to realize that and embrace this and figure out how to navigate this because same thing with, you know, let's go over, let's, let's look at our Kentucky, our Kentucky Amendment. You know, it's like we put this constitutional right to, no constitutional right to abortion on the Kentucky, on the Kentucky ballot. Okay, and listen, I'm, I would, I would support an, 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 outright, an outright ban on abortion. Okay, like, because I, it's like, you obviously have to define abortion a certain way. You know, I don't believe, I don't want to do anything like the morning after pill or like rape kits. But because there's nothing in this amendment that says, and even though I know the amendment wasn't trying to do this, 
It says, uh, nothing in the state constitution shall be construed to secure or protect the right to abortion or require the funding of an abortion. That's it. Okay. There should have been a comma that said, however, the legislature would still have, would still have the authority to enact legislation to protect the life of the mother or to allow abortions in the cases of rape and incest to a certain extent. Just doing that, even though it wouldn't have said that they have to allow exceptions or that they, you know, that they have to make any kind of legislation, it wouldn't be. The point of the of the amendment wasn't to wasn't to create new law. It was to establish that there is that, that our constitution in Kentucky is is mute on the matter. But again, it's like I'm not trying to cut off my, my own nose and spot my own face. They should have put something in there that said, but the legislatures can still enact policies that would said allow for exceptions in the cases of race, rape or incest. If they just put it in there, I think it passes. Because these are the same people. Yes, they, we go. To, we all go to church. All of us, for the most part, not all of us, maybe. But we've all been. We all most of most of those people are voting Republican. They've been to church before. They believe in traditional marriage, traditional family values, conservative values. Okay. But they also would vote to require photo ID. And as I know, people ain't gonna like to hear this, but if that same minimum wage measure was on Kentucky ballot. I think it's a pretty good. I think it's a pretty good chance that it would have passed. I'm not saying I would have liked it, or that it wouldn't have been like absolutely terrible for the economy, but I'm, I just think it would have passed. So, you know, again, like this whole, and I'm, this one's going to be a shorter one because I'm trying to get better at doing shorter podcasts. But this whole idea that it's like, that it's the Republican Party of old that's taking over, and we're headed in that direction. Nothing's further from the truth. If the Republican Party doesn't grab hold of the common working man in this in the state of Kentucky, but all, all across this country, if they don't grab a hold of them and stop calling them election deniers and like all that, and, and start trying to attack every you know, and like trying to get people like the politicians that they were that they relate to the most, like Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert, Carrie Lake. Savannah Maddox here in Kentucky. If they don't stop attacking those Republicans that actually do represent the values and principles. I'm not, actually, I don't know if Savannah represents what I'm trying to talk about here. I don't want to put words in her mouth or any of them for that matter. But I just know that those are, the, those are the politicians that people like myself would say represent us in our government. And those are the ones that the Republican establishment attacks the most and are trying to get rid of. If they don't stop doing that, I will tell you right now that within two or two to three at the most election cycles from this point on, they'll be voting. They'll, they'll vote. They'll be, they'll be voting Democrat again because a lot of these voters were Democratic voters. They voted for Bill Clinton twice. They also voted for Ronald Reagan. All right, but. Bill Clinton, if you went back and if you went back and matched up what he was, what he said with the, this, with most of what I'm talking about here, probably right around, right along the same lines. Okay, I, I, 
to kind of give you an example of what I of what I think I'm getting at here is I bet if you I think at least in the state of Kentucky, and again I think the state of Kentucky is indicative everywhere. I mean let's think about us here. I mean we are the we are ab- absolute middle of the middle of the country. There's a reason that UPS is in is in there's is headquartered in in Kentucky. There's a reason Amazon's headquartered in Kentucky. There's a reason DHL's headquarter headquartered here in Kentucky because of our centralized location. All right, we have pretty clean freaking water, abundant natural resources, four seasons. You know, like if it's happening here, it's happening everywhere. All right. Because either it either happened there first, and it's kind of funneled. If it's funneled here from California, and it's the same stuff that's happening in California, it's happening here. It's happening everywhere else. Is what I'm trying to say. So to give you an, an example of the stark contrast that I'm talking about, and to show you this isn't the traditional Republican. This is constitutional conservative Christians that understand life is nuanced, and there's more to the story. I could almost guarantee you here in Kentucky, if you put these two ballot measures on on a, on a Kentucky statewide ballot, they both pass. Number one is put point blank. Under no circumstances, none. Can the government, can the governor, the legislature, the judicial branch, anybody? Period. None of them can can tell, can limit church attendance or tell you when when you can go to church, where you can go to church. Zero. They would say, I don't care if the, if there's a fountain of black plague in the middle of the worship room. Can't tell them they can't go there. Point blank. That would pass. Same time. I really, I really do believe this. And if we if they painted it this way, that if you put on there that I'm trying to figure out, make sure I word this correctly. That if you put on there that the pet the, the the possession of marijuana, of marijuana under a certain amount. I don't know the I don't know what ounces to say because I don't smoke it. But whatever a normal recreational amount would be for a couple blunts in your car or whatever, the possession of marijuana under a certain amount is no longer considered any sort of criminal offense. Okay. I I think that would pass too here. And I think that what I'm saying is different than legalizing recreational marijuana. I don't think people are there yet. I don't even know that I'm. I don't know that I'm there yet. Okay. What I do know is I'm tired of seeing Billy Bob or Quintez, whatever you know. Think of like the whitest name and the hoodest name you can think of. Tired of seeing them getting locked up or catching a charge because they had a because they had a had a job roller with some residue in their car or a couple blunts in their in their in their in their like bubble jacket. Tired of seeing them getting locked up, catching a charge, and living in an area where there's already no work. And now you have a reputation of being a you know being a dopehead. And you never get another job. All right, I'm tired of seeing those same Billy Bob Quintez having cloudy pissed when they're going over to try to you know work at Amazon or something and make like ten bucks an hour on a holiday shift, and they don't and they can't they can't get the job because they were smoking weed the night before. 
again, especially in in small rural areas where this happens because the same five people are hiring for every job that's that's offered in the county. And now five years later, you apply for another job, and they're like, ah. I remember old Jerry Wayne. You know, he felt that he felt that piss test. I can't even. I can't. I ain't gonna interview him. He's 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 trouble. That's what happens, people. I know. I mean, I'm not. I'm not making a moral argument here. I'm not saying that. That I'm not saying. I don't think the people in Kentucky would pass a constitutional amendment to make recreational marijuana legal. I don't. But there's a difference in that and saying the war on drugs should be focused on the people selling dope and bringing it in our communities instead of focusing the resources on the little guy who's smoking a J and living in his mom's basement. There's a difference in that. Okay? I think those same people would 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 vote to like Walk back a lot of these, a lot of these, the, the election stuff from the pandemic. Most of those people think it's ridiculous that people can vote two months before an election. They do. Those same people would vote and say, yeah, you gotta have a photo ID. You have to. But because of that, Everyone's going to get a free, free picture ID. Now there actually was a state, I think it was Montana, there somewhere that voted that that voted that down. I, I can't believe that's crazy to me. The same people would say, "Yep, give everybody a free ID card." Let's what any kind any kind of like hints or something that can make it seem like this is a this has racist con- connotations. Let's do away with it. It's free ID cards. You can come get them. Those same people, all of them, think it's ridiculous so you can ballot harvest. And same person can pick up 100 ballots and bring them back. Most of those people think it's ridiculous that you can mail in your ballot anytime you want. Okay? The, the issues in the messaging and the people that are end up being elected, being elected officials, they don't know how to talk to the people. They don't know how to frame things and explain it because they ain't never lived the life. They ain't about the life. Right, these same people, as soon as the Republican Party or Republican candidate starts to talk about tax rates and how they got to get them lower and get them to zero and all that, they you they tune you out immediately, myself included. Maybe it's right, maybe it ain't. Now, I'm not even I'm not saying that I'm not saying I don't the tax rates shouldn't be at zero. I'm just saying that like. If you want to get these people energized and you want to get them to support you, don't. There's no reason to talk about it about taking tax rates to zero. You Republican, we we figure you're fiscally conservative. You're fiscally conservative, so whatever. The main thing I'm trying to say is the Republican Party is changing. It's already changed. It ain't going back. But you, you've got the Republican Party right now has some voters they didn't have before that would have been voting for Bill Clinton. So you got a little window to keep them to become the party of the working man. 
All right. I'm okay with texting the rich people if it means I can get some football fields built for the, the normal kids, the average kid here in Jefferson County so they can have a safe place to play football to where schools can't say, oh, yeah, we don't want you tearing up our grass. You can't come play here. We don't care if you put in all that work. Or where they can't say, oh, well, nope, COVID, there's so much COVID. 11 kids have died in two years from it. Can't play football anymore. It's just a game. It has nothing to do with life. So you can't play it anymore. You know, can't, can't play it anymore. You know, I'm okay. Let's. If we got to raise taxes to build to build us some youth uh, youth facilities. Do it. If we got to, if we have, if we have to use government resources to incentivize traditional family like values and in, in the formations of traditional families in the form of tax credits for people, and it has to be tax credits because a lot of them may, may not they ain't gonna be paying taxes anyways. It, we I, we I want to incentivize traditional marriage. I don't want people losing out on their food stamps or their or their uh, public housing because they decide to get married, or because they're trying to stay married or trying to stay with their their ex felon husband that just got out of prison. And now they're having to decide, okay, do we live together and stay married or, or do we get divorced so that I can stay in, so that, because I can't have a felon living in public housing? It's asinine. We got to figure out ways to help, help people with the, with records, nonviolent records from, again, being on the, being on the victim end of drugs. When you're the person doing drug, doing opioids and smoking the weed, like you ain't the one cultivating it, packaging it, organizing the crime around it, and pumping in the communities. We gotta figure out how to how to help them expunge the records and make them, you know, beneficial in society. Beneficial to society. Give them some agency in their lives and make them excited. Make them be able to make their kids proud of them. These people that live in areas like where I'm from, southeastern Kentucky, and these coal towns where there's no jobs, and let me tell you something, there's never going to be jobs there. I heard, I heard the Chamber of Commerce, so they talk about how they're the most likely jobs that were going to be in East Kentucky were healthcare jobs and logistical manufacturing companies. Let me tell you three things wrong with that. The healthcare jobs are coming. In order for those healthcare jobs to keep coming, we need to keep the po that population sick. We need them to be all to be diabetics, like most of my dad's side of my family. We need diabetes running rampant, high blood pressure, heart disease, lung cancer. We need you smoking. We need you methed out, doped out, strung out. So you need those hospitals. So if we're going to, like, the need for more hospitals and more health care is a direct result of an unhealthy population. The problem with the logistical and the manufacturing is who on God's green earth is going to move a logistics company into a part of the country 
where there's times I've I lived there. I lived there for 20 years. I still had to slow down and put both hands in a wheel to drop through the mountains because I'm so like because I'm so nervous. Where I know my tank is gonna get depleted about 50 percent quicker going one way because I'm going straight up straight up mountain than it, than the other way because I'm going downhill and I'm I can coast. No trucking company is gonna do that. They were just making stuff up. So just because I'm telling you, I'm telling you how it is and telling you that it's not as simple as legal weed or not legal weed. It's just not that simple. The fact that I'm sitting there and saying that these, most everyone I talk to on a one-on-one level agrees with much stricter voting requirements than we currently have in most states. It doesn't even really, I mean, like I'm not even, I'm not even making concrete statements of my own beliefs at this moment. I'm just telling you what is. And the Republican Party has a perfect opportunity because the left is so outrageous and wants to outright encourage children to be pushed into confusion and and lives that statistically are proven to put them at higher risk of self-harm, suicide, depression, anxiety. By not tell by by not being honest with them that a boy is a boy and a girl is a girl. Okay, they're outright, they are outright saying to your face, we don't want to tell parents if their minor child's pregnant. It's it's up to them to tell them. They want to put kids on school boards and give them a vote. Whenever us adults in the room, myself, ain't no sixteen year old in this in this in this United States of America. That's prepared to make a decision like who's running our state or our country, who's making financial decisions for millions of people. I'd argue there ain't no 18 year olds, probably no 21 year olds. I wasn't. I voted. I was I was unqualified. Okay. They're out. The left is so crazy right now. They're giving us a window as constitutional conservatives, okay, to say, "All right, we're going to grab a hold of this of this voting block and make the Republican Party the party of the working man." And if you if if the Republican Party doesn't do it, they're either going back, voting Democrat again, because they feel slotted. Or they're just going to throw you out altogether and take the party over. And who knows, who knows how, where it goes. So we have a unique opportunity here. And those two amendments in Nebraska, get, or, yeah, in Nebraska give you a perfect window into the average working class American.
Nobody, ain't nobody can sit here and try to tell me that Nebraska's some crazy lunatic left of state. It's not. They want a stricter voter ID, but they want the single monitor for milk, milk and groceries. Will the Republican Party continue to push them to the side and act like their concerns aren't warranted? Like they would like 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 we are in Kentucky. How they are we won't we can't get anything COVID mandates passed, vaccine mandates passed. We can't protect employees. We're still protecting corporations because we want them to be able to tell their, their their private. So they should be able to tell employees whatever whatever they want them to do. They don't have to work there. Shut your mouth. There there if if you really believe somebody should have to make the decision to walk away from a job that they want to work in a state where only less than six out of ten working body people are in that are, are willing are willing to do that. Okay? Or willing to even work at all. So you you think it's okay that they have to make a decision on whether to take a shot and so they can work a job they want to work. Or quit because you want you want the big, the the rich people and the corporations to be able to do what they want to do. But listen, that ain't the America I want to live in. I did this isn't. I don't want to live in America where you think the legislature. You don't think the governor should be to shut down churches, but you know the legislature should be to come together and vote and like you know be the adults in the room and vote whether you know it's like it's just too dangerous to, for people to go to church. If you think that, we are not friends. So I'm telling you, Republican Party, decide where you're at. Because I know where I'm at. And I'm, and I'm telling you, like, I ain't going nowhere. I'm coming. And the people like me, we're coming. Y'all let us get just enough education, just enough exposure. You let us be on the... You know, have just just enough conversations to where now we think now we think like maybe maybe we deserve to be here, and they, and we're playing for keeps. We are playing for keeps. All right, I appreciate you guys. I'm gonna get off here. It's my daughter's seventh birthday, so I'm gonna get up here and say hello to her and listen to her beautiful voice, sing her, sing and play her little ukulele. Appreciate all you guys for listening. I'm totally interested in hearing what y'all have to say, and if y'all think I'm a crazy lunatic person, I really want to know. So again, look me up. Way too much JRMC, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, yada, yada, all that good stuff. Look me up, comment, share, subscribe. Love y'all. Y'all have a good rest of your weekend.